Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So it's me ranting and raving. This is a ranting and raving episode. There are swearsies, people. Lots and lots of swearsies. I let the chain off. I let the dog off the chain. I let the swears out. <coughs> yeah, this coughing as well. Still can't shake this cough. Anyway, if you're easily offended, maybe skip this one, is all I'll say. What I will say is, please like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave us a review. Share the podcast around, people. That's the way we do it around here. Get this podcast out in the world so people can enjoy it. Right, let's get going. Here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Hello. How you doing? Oh dear. Um, I need to do a disclaimer. Start this episode. That's right, a disclaimer. Um, warning. This podcast is listed as explicit, and uh, when I upload them to YouTube, I tick the box to say that this podcast is not suitable for children. At this point in time, I would like to also add to all of that, there's a high chance there's going to be some swearing in this one. Um, so, that is my disclaimer. Um, I will do my best to not do it. Um... I'm trying to process uh, some stuff, and the reason, the reason that I bring this up early on, and I mention the swearing, is for one reason, <laughs> for uh, the main reason is the, the swear, the swearsy, that I want to use is widely regarded as the worst one. Um, I've recorded this podcast multiple times in my head today, uh, and I've gone three or four different ways with it. Um, um, one of those was to do the, I'm going to tell you about something, but I'm not going to tell you about it. And another one was to do the, I'll tell you everything, and... Uh, Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I do wonder if I'm going to need to move some stuff around. Let's move some stuff around. Uh, got a new tattoo. I'm not entirely sure about the new tattoo thing. Obviously, it wasn't that long ago that I said... Um, about having a new tattoo, it was. It's it's a very long story. It's a very long winded story. Probably not the most interesting story. My tattoos usually run once every six months. <coughs> For example, I book my next one, and I think it's it's like four months away. Uh, and when I say my next one, I do mean 
having the one that I got done the other day finished. That's the way it goes. Been through it before. You know the deal. I know the deal. We all know the deal. Uh, so I got a new tattoo. Um, just filling in space. In case you're wondering, I have had somebody say to me, you know something, I'm surprised you've got any space left. So uh, that obviously completes the tattoo journey. Um, I am reaching a point now, uh, whereas previously there was a lot of I've got plenty of split of space. That's why I keep getting tattoos. Uh, we are now closing in on... Uh, I don't have a lot of space left. Uh, I've got a couple of... Uh, a couple of spaces that I need to make a couple of decisions on. Um, what to put in those spaces. Because... I'll never see them. They're on, on the back of my body. Um... So it's difficult to say, hey, I want to put this here to never see it. Um, I do have, I do already have tattoos that are on the back of my body, my back being the main one, but, um, you know, there are times when you still see it sort of thing. So, yes, uh, a couple of decisions there. Um, I spoke through my next big tattoo project. Um, yeah. I know what I want, but there's a lot involved with that. Um, so yeah, new tattoo. It was... Uh, it's the first time I've had less than a day's worth of tattooing in a while. Um, it was just uh, just a just a half day, but that's part of the very long-winded story that I'm not going to bore you with by going into. Um, over the last few days, um, been dealing with something in our house. Not dealing with, dealing with, um, <sighs> dealing with is not the right word, and I can't think right now what the right word is, so I'll just try and unpack it as we go. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about passing things down to your children when you pass something down to your children about how, um, how that is and how that experience goes and what it means, and, um, you know, my, my children, I always have these sort of, you know, you get so far and each of your children's like, hey, I'm interested in that thing that you were interested in when you were a younger age than what you are now. Uh, my eldest, uh, very much into the superheroes, very much into uh, superhero movies, more than, more than anything else, really. <coughs> but yes, very much into the superheroes. So that's been... Um, an enjoyable ride um, to share those things with her. Um, my middle, my middle daughter has yet to to reveal her her. I don't know what you would call it. Her thing that gets passed down. 
Um, so it'll be interesting to see what, what she ends up going with. Might be nothing. Who knows? Um, and my son is, is, is too young, although owns multiple items of Batman clothing. Um, I do feel that that's maybe been pushed on him at, you know, the age he's at. Uh, and we were in a shop the other day. There's been this talk about getting him uh, one of these big, like a big toy because he's he's little. So he can't play with the little toys. So he needs a bigger toy. So I'm talking about getting him a big toy. And, and he had a choice between Batman, obviously, uh, Iron Man or Spider-Man. Um... He picked the Iron Man. No matter how how much I kept pushing the the Batman, he was interested in the Batman. Um, but in the end, he was like Iron Man. I'll go with Iron Man. Um, I did wonder how much that's to do with the fact that the one the small toy that we keep taking off him is uh, Iron Man. Um, but you know, so. I'm thinking. I'm now thinking. I'm like, I don't actually know how this situation came about. And it and it was literally two days ago. I do not know how this situation came about. Um, there is an anime, a manga, and a multitude of other formats for this. Um, for Naruto, it's Naruto kids. Um, there's the original series. There's uh, Naruto Shippuden. There's uh, Boruto, which is a more recent series. Um, it's very much one of those things that it's something that um, meant a lot to me at a certain point in my life. It's something that I've carried on. <coughs> I've carried through through my life it means a lot to me. Um, it, it's very much a, a significant um, anime for me personally. There was one point at uh, one point in time where you couldn't move for Naruto based items in our house. As it stands now, there are a lot less. As I pointed out to my uh, youngest daughter today. Um, Leanne got rid of it all, is the short version. Um, but even in this room I'm sitting at now, there are um, a handful of Naruto-based items. And, um, as as it's been known to be, um, you know, a lot of my tattoos are around uh, things that I've enjoyed through my life, and a lot of those things uh, fall into... Uh, anime categories and uh, comic books, those sorts of things. Um, so I may or may not have a Naruto-based tattoo. Um, anyway, uh, I am still struggling to think how it came up. Might not be important. So... Um, Yeah, I'm, no, I don't know. Anyway, I got my youngest daughter sat down watching um, 
the first episode of the original series of Naruto. And um, I think we were watching it on my phone, iPad, maybe. We were watching it on YouTube. Um, then I was like, hey, you know, you've watched half of this episode and you don't seem to be, you know, bored. So, um, how about I pop it on the TV? We can get YouTube on the TV. How about do that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to watch it on the TV. All right, cool. And honestly, I, I didn't expect to, to have made it that far. And I was very much like, I imagine you are going to maybe make it to the end of the first episode and then just be like, I want to do something else. So that was that. Got to the end of the first episode. Um, oh, I want to watch another one. I was like, okay, well, let me have a look. And I found the second episode and put the second episode on for her. That was that. And then I tried to find the third episode because oh, you know, I want to watch another one. Well, that's where that's where the saga began because obviously they don't want you having too much stuff for free in this world. So, episode three, nowhere to be found. I'm like, okay, oh, that's fine. I'm aware that there are website slash apps slash um, things you can get on your TV where you can get anime, you've got to pay a subscription, um, and if it's something that she's interested in, great. So we first went to Crunchyroll. They were like, hey, sign up, or you can have a freebie. It's like, cool. So I had a freebie. And then I looked up Naruto, and I found Naruto. <coughs> I was like, this is pretty cool. You can do this all for free. And it was like, hey, there's adverts. I was like, that's fine, no problem. Um, so I put it on, and it was subtitled. It was in original language and subtitled. Now, that's how I would have preferred to have watched it, but, you know, she can't read, so... Not going to be much fun there. So, uh, I was like, oh, maybe I can change settings. Change language. The only thing I could change was the language of the subtitles, which uh, that wasn't going to help anything. <coughs> <coughs> so, I had a little Google. Um, our Crunchyroll don't have the dubbed version. Now, I want to say at this point in time, I absolutely detest the dubbed version of Naruto, I think it is hands down one of the worst things. Um, especially if you compare it to something like Bleach, whereas Bleach is maybe not the the best anime there's ever been. Um, if you run the English subtitles and the English language version, the dubbed version of it, they are almost identical. Um, so it's one of those that is actually acceptable to watch it dubbed. <coughs> Sorry about the cough. I can't get rid of it. So, Googled around. They're like, oh, Funimation, they've got it dubbed. Now, bearing in mind, every time I try and do something, every time I try and change a setting, I change the setting and go back, we have to watch 900 adverts. You know, that's what we signed up for here. But it gets us into the episode. However, all of the settings and things that I've tried and changed hasn't 
um, actually changed anything. And every time I put it on, I get, um, Daddy, why aren't you putting Naruto on for me? I'm like, darling, do you not see that I'm trying to do this for you? Um, so, next, next up is Funimation. We install the Funimation app. Go to Funimation. Now, they do not give you the option of a free look-around trial. Um, so, you can sign up with them for free. But you've got to sign up with them. So, sign up free trial that way sort of thing. Uh, and then did a search for Naruto and it gave us two things. Neither of which were the thing we wanted. There was a, a spin-off TV series. And a movie, possibly. I'm like, hang on a minute. The internet said Funimation had it. So... So what? Went back to the internet, Google around. Um, yeah, if you if you do the subscription, if you do the paid version, you can have whatever you want. I'm like, right, fine, whatever. Again, like I say, every time I press something and it's not the episode episode three of Naruto, I get Daddy. I thought you were putting Naruto on for me. Why are you not? Putting Naruto on for me. Um, I'm actually lying. She doesn't call it Naruto. She calls it Maruto. Um, so, you know, that's fun. Um, however, in all of this, everything that's going on, I have text. Um, the oracle of all things anime. Internet. And if there's a way to get it for free, this man knows how to do it. Uh, podcast alum, Luke. He might not want me telling you that. You might end up contacting him and asking him how to get stuff for free on the internet. Um, and I was like, you know, what's the deal with Crunchyroll? What's the deal with Funimation? I, all I want is dubbed Naruto. How difficult is it to get dubbed Naruto? Um, and in the end, he was like, just go to this website. You can watch it there. Like, oh, uh, thanks. Uh, went to it, pressed the button, episode three, dubbed. Let's do this. And it was like, yeah, sure, let's go. So I was like, thank you very much. I've got uh, one very happy little girl now. Thank you. Um, so that was that. She was able to watch episode three, and away she goes. But that's not what I'm actually talking about. And I know some of, some of you are like, ha oh, there's a point to this. Um, <laughs> being able to have that conversation of like, oh, uh, did you watch another episode? Yeah, I watched another episode. Oh, what happened? Oh, this man did this thing. And it's like, oh, right, yeah. And being able to have that conversation of, oh, yeah, it, 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 was it the man that was hiding in the puddle? Yeah, yeah, he was hiding in the puddle. Oh, yeah, and he, uh, he, had, he had poison and, and, you know, all this and... Oh well, in the future, in, in in future episodes, there's going to be something else that relates to that. And oh, has this has this character come into it yet? No, I don't know that character. Oh, which is your favourite character? Oh, I like Maruto, and you know, and having that, having that conversation, having that 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 joyous like she's discovering it for the first time. I don't, yeah, 
if I'm honest, I'm not 100% sure she knows what's going on. Um, her her recollect her when she recalls it and tells you what's happened in an episode, it's very <laughs> it's very interesting her version of events. <coughs> um, so there's that side of it which is a bit like uh, I don't think you're following it, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, it's fun to have that like that conversation of like, hey, you know. I used to watch this, and now you're watching it, and you enjoy it, and I I used to enjoy it, and, um, you know, I, I showed her, and I was like, hey, look at that symbol on that t-shirt. She was like, oh, yeah. I was like, look, look, I've got that symbol. Uh, I didn't know you had that. Uh, and there you go, you see. Um... So yes, there's been uh, there's been a bit of excitement, and um, she's she's watched eight episodes of two hundred and twenty episodes of the original series. Um, she's yet to discover the dis- the crushing disappointment of what's known as Naruto filler. Um, as I said today, there are two hundred and twenty episodes in the original series, and only a hundred of them. Our canon episodes. The rest is filler. Um, so yes, I honestly don't know where that's going to go. She might decide tomorrow that she doesn't want to watch it anymore. Um, however, on the flip side, she's a big uh, Invader Zim fan. Or should I say Major Zim. Um, so, you know, passing the torch and all that. Um... Hey, it's getting to that time of the year. Uh, and what I mean by that is um, it, it, it's warm. Um, now, everybody that I've sort of spoken to with regards to the weather have said, um, oh, it's going to break. This was yesterday. Oh, it's going to break tomorrow. going to rain all day. Uh, as, as at time of recording, it's bank holiday Monday. And with it being Bank Holiday Monday, it's going to rain, which it did a lot. Um, still managed to get out for the day, not for the day. What am I on about? Still managed to get out today. Um, go to our favourite place, cafe slash getting out of the house. Um, so. Yes, the temperature has come down some. The computer is telling me it's 14 degrees. However, uh, it's been very muggy. And yesterday, it got up to 20 degrees. Rapidly got up to 20 degrees. Uh, And I was out. Various points yesterday. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, now I remember. Now I remember. And I I, I think I might have said this few weeks back I was like I consider that the the winter we've come through because as we know there are only two seasons these days summer and winter um the winter that we came through felt very much like the longest winter um it just went on and on and on and on and on (sighs) admittedly um for the majority of the time I am okay with winter um, and the way I've explained it to people over the years is it's all to do with levels of comfort. 
So I truly, truly believe that you can find a level of comfort in the winter. You put your big coat on, you put your, your hat on, your, your gloves, your scarf. Uh, when you're indoors, you get the heating on, you know, get yourself hot chocolate, you know, all, all those sorts of things to build a level of comfort, even if it's freezing cold. Um, when I was sitting and playing games and I'd be like, man, it's cold. Yeah, it was. It was cold. It was real cold. But got a portable radiator some wrist warmers because my hands always get cold a big woolly jumper and you're away I've turned the radiator off after a while because it's you know toasty that's the difference that is the difference between winter and summer because in summer what are you going to do? open the window? sure pop some shorts on? sure Get the fan out. Absolutely. And then what? Because if you've done all those things and it's still hot as balls, guess what? There's very little else that you can do. And that's the difference. That's why, no matter how bleak, miserable, dark, or whatever, winter will trump. Summer. Now and then, over the years, my views have softened on these things. And I started to see the uh, the highlights of summer a bit more. Um, and I became at peace, at one with the seasons. You know, the two seasons. Um, however, going out yesterday in 20 degree heat. And I know what you're thinking... 20 degrees isn't much. Technically, shouldn't have been walking the dog yesterday. That's what 20 degrees is. Because for my dog, my dog's not supposed to go out if it crosses 19 degrees. So that puts it into perspective somewhat. Um, There was the flies. My hay fever was kicking the living shit out of me. There's one of those swearsies I mentioned. Um, it was muggy. I didn't have shorts on, wish I had, but hey, let's face it, would it really have made a huge difference? <coughs> it just reminded me how much it's going to suck. I was running last night on the treadmill going, oh my god, this, really? And all I could see was what was what was ahead, what was going to unfold. As it is, you know, it, the weather did break today. Um, but it's just, just that little reminder of, of what's to come. So, having switched things around... Um, Here we go. I'm going to try my best. But here it comes. It's coming at you. Um, I have have an announcement to make. I'm making it to you, the people, so that we're all on the same page. So that we can all just, you know, deal with it and move on. I think is the best thing. 
Um, I am announcing to you here and now that I am officially retiring from people. Um, I've tried, I've tried my best, I've tried everything that I can possibly think of to be able to cope and deal and survive and live in in this in this world um it's just it's too much for me now i'm afraid so i am officially retiring from people because people are the absolute fucking worst um this goes back to the pandemic when everyone gave everyone else a giant middle finger and tried to find the fastest and best way to fuck over their fellow man in every single possible way. And apparently, when the pandemic ended, passed, subsided, whatever you want to say, people just carried on that mentality. Um, so I'm, I'm done. So here and now, I'm saying... If there's a situation that involves me going to do something that I would have previously done, like, for example, I'm going to pop into town. There's a, there's a good example. It's something that I've done a little bit more recently. I'm going to pop into town. Take the kids into town. That sort of thing. Uh, I will not be doing that anymore. Um... If I honestly thought I could get away with never leaving the house, I'd, I'd do that. Um, but barring having to go to the office twice a week, I'm actually starting to think that I'm not sure what there is that means I have that I need to leave the house. Admittedly, going and running outdoors would be difficult. I understand the whole having a treadmill thing, but running outdoors is different to running on a treadmill. I think we can all agree with that. So I understand the running outdoors thing would be would be difficult to do, but very little human interaction on that one. So I think I'm okay with that. Um, outside of things like that, I I think I'm just going to stay in. And I certainly don't think I'm going to be driving anywhere anymore. Because I am absolutely done with that shit as well. So. A couple of examples. More than a couple of examples. Um, two things that have just, just absolutely beyond annoyed me. And I know. I know. I know. It's small, it's petty, it's not, it's not necessary, it's not required, I know. But hear me out. <sighs> Went into a coffee shop. Both of these stories are from coffee shops. Went into a coffee shop. Now this isn't... It's in the last week. Um, I'm going through the door... Somebody was coming through the door behind me. Uh, and I held the door open for them. And there was a father 
and son. If I had to guess the dynamic there, father and son. Um, and they walked in to the place behind me. I held the door open. And that was the end of that interaction. So I walked off down the coffee shop going, Oh, yeah, you're welcome on that one. Oh, yeah, you know, thank you very much. Oh, you're very fucking welcome. Uh, uh, you know, full volume. How fucking difficult is it to say thank you? When somebody's done something for you. How fucking difficult is it to say thank you? Answer me that. So. Fast forward a couple of days. No surprises. There's me in a coffee shop again. You'd think I spent half my life in coffee shops. Um, maybe. Maybe the answer is to stop going to coffee shops. So I'm leaving coffee shop this time. I'm, I'm walking out. And as I'm walking out, uh, I had to go. I, I went back to open the door for a girl who was going in. So I went back and I opened the door and I held the door open. And I'd gone back a good few steps, held the door open, and the girl walked in and just kept walking. Now, here's the thing there's absolutely zero chance. That she didn't see me go back and open the door for her. There's absolutely zero chance that she didn't see me holding the door open for her. Because, you know, the door wasn't just magically open. And unless the actual answer here is that I'm invisible. There's zero chance that she didn't see any of these things happen. To then just walk in, not say anything. Who does that? More people than you'd think, apparently. <coughs> so. Can't decide how much of this story I'm going to tell. But I'll say this. A few weeks ago, uh, I told a story about an incident that happened when I was driving. Um, it was bad in a multitude of different ways. It was very, it was a very dangerous situation. Um, the person in the other vehicle was uh, erratic. The person in the other vehicle was uh, dangerous. The person in the other vehicle was going to cause an accident, <coughs> amongst other things. Largely. Because they didn't understand the situation. They hadn't read the situation. They just decided to, you know, go from naught to 160 without taking two seconds to read the situation. Today, an almost identical situation happened. Almost identical, yet somehow so much worse. And 
exact same situation there was other people in the car with me there were children in the car with me i am losing my fucking mind and at one point was half a second away from turning the car sideways in the street and getting out um and it, and it's quite simple it was, i was getting out for one one reason and one reason only and if uh, if certain things hadn't have happened i wouldn't be sitting here talking to you now um i'd either be well possibly in the hospital or in the police station depending how that situation would have turned out um one of one of the issues one of the issues was that the uh, the the other car in question um at one point had made it seem like it had attempted to ram our car was that that was that was fun um I'd done the thing of uh, attempting to go round us where there was no space to do that. Um, and obviously, in this situation, on a, what was a very long street, bearing in mind all this started because I was trying, I was making an attempt to be courteous to other drivers. I was letting people come through because it was it was uh, it was already a bad situation. There was a situation with some bad parking. Somebody had parked, ironically, inconsiderately, uh, for everybody else, and had caused a situation where I was like, "Well, I'll just let these people come through." And once I've let these people come through, there's a gap, and I can go. And apparently, that's not good enough for some people. You know, being courteous to other human beings. That doesn't wash with some people. Um, so, like I say, at one point there has been an, an attempt to go round our car when there's no space to do that. Um, and... I don't, what I'd like to say is, that was that. However... On a long road, so now we've got a situation where we're driving down a long road, twenty it's a twenty, twenty zone. You know, we're all getting somewhere real fucking fast. Cause it's twenty, you know. Uh, but then have to deal with this situation of driving all the way down this long road slowly with the the uh the C nut that's that's behind us. See, I, I I edited it in the end. Um, so get to a set of traffic lights, and it was it was two lane traffic lights, and part of me had hoped that the other vehicle had put was going to pull into the other lane, and they didn't. I was like, oh man, I could have you know sworn out the window at them. Um. That wasn't that wasn't to be the case. I'm afraid they pulled it behind, and I was like, "Well, those situations now is probably a good time to get out." I was like, eh, "Don't know." So, almost 
as if by magic, a separate situation unfolds, completely separate situation, and that is that in front is a hatched box, it's a very, very busy area, super busy area, and today traffic was bad, now we all know the rules on a hatch box people, so what happened is, what happened was a series of cars had gone into the hatched box and not been able to move. So, then the lights change. So I'm like, well, I need this situation to sort itself out. I can't go anywhere. You know, I can edge forward up to the hatchbox, but I can't go any further. One of the vehicles, realizing its error, did the right thing and reversed out of the hatchbox. And luckily for the other vehicle that was more to the left of this situation, traffic did move a little bit. Um, and they were able to exit the hatch box, which would then allow me to go around the corner and join the very long row of traffic. <coughs> Apparently, this situation that was unfolding in front of everybody who, who has eyes able to see this this situation wasn't good enough for the absolute c nut in the in the i nearly said it in the c wagon behind us back on the horn and yet again attempted to try and go round our car into oncoming traffic And it wasn't like there wasn't any oncoming traffic. It's a set of traffic lights. There was a car right there. What did this person think that they were going to achieve? So, yet again, I absolutely lose my, uh, lose my shit. With people in the car. Some of those people being children. And then I'm like... What is happening here? What is this person's issue? What is wrong with him? What is what is wrong with this person? There has to be something mentally unstable with this person. Then I'm like, well, also, what's wrong with me? What is wrong with me? I want to get out and beat this person to death. Because of the fact that they cannot, they they apparently cannot have courtesy for other human beings. That is not in their capability. They have no care for other people. So, we're driving down this road. I've gone to white hot rage and beyond, which when when that happens for me as a person, I go white hot rage, and then I reach a level of tranquility. It's like a higher state of being where I go. Do you know what? I don't think it matters. 
while back, Bill Burr did a stand-up special where on it he told a story about somebody who had wronged him and how he stewed and stewed and stewed on it for days and days and days and it was ruining his life. And then the way he got over it was by thinking about this person's um, slow and painful death. And it made him laugh. And then he got over it. I had not that, not quite that drastic a situation. I was driving and I was like, hang on a minute. I get to drive away from this situation and go, well, I get to be who I am after this. Unfortunately for you, you are a terrible person. You are a aw- truly awful person. There is no redeeming feature to you. You are a terrible, terrible person. But presumably, once you've driven away from the situation, you will continue to be a truly awful person. Presumably, you've got no joy in your life. Presumably, you've got no happiness. There is nothing good in your life because you have chosen this path. And that... That gave me some form of comfort and I was able to just kind of let it go. Obviously now I'm relaying it to you guys. Um, But I got quite sad and I got quite upset by the time that we got to where we were going. And I was saying, how exactly do I deal with this situation? What am I supposed to do with this situation? Liam was like, there's nothing to do with this situation. That person is still going to be an awful person. And I was like, that's exactly what I came to. That was the exact conclusion I came to. That's how I managed to deal with it. She was like, they're still going to be a terrible person driving away from that situation. You just have to drive on. And, you know, as I I get it, it's just not easy. Um... But I got sad. I got upset. I got depressed. I got a lot of things because I... It was, it was for me the straw that broke the camel's back. It was for me a person that's had issues in the past with with other people, with people who, you know, people don't care about other people, and I, and that's not okay with me. And I can't deal with that. And I've struggled with that in the past. And I had to make that decision and say, I think this is me. I, I am done. I'm out. I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not doing people anymore. <coughs> One thing I will say is this, and there is a caveat to this. Um, if you own an Audi, if you drive an Audi, I want you to take yourself and put yourself in the fucking bin. If you live near a body of water like the sea, I want you to take yourself and put yourself in the fucking sea. There are two caveats. One, I know somebody who drives an Audi, and I don't believe that they are a typical Audi driver. Two, I know somebody that owns an Audi and doesn't drive it as much as being what would be considered an Audi driver. Outside of that, all of you get in the fucking bin. So, that was the week that was. 
if you see me out and about, ask me what what I'm doing out and about. Because you won't see me out and about, because I'm not going to be out and about. I'm done. So, I've been thinking about the podcast as a whole. (coughs) 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 Love this cough. I love it. Thinking of the podcast as a whole. I've been doing a lot of rewatches of movies. Um, and that way I've got some I've got movies to talk about. However, I realized <coughs> I realized that rewatching movies and talking about them probably doesn't work when I've watched them previously and talked about them then. So I'm thinking of revamping the podcast to only talk about movies that are new movies to me. It can be an old film that I've never seen before, because I've been doing that here and there. Uh, I watched I Am Legend, never seen that before, talked about it with you guys, loved it, it was great. Um, so, I think what I might do, unless you, unless you disagree, uh, I think what I might do is maybe doing like a... Uh, New movie section. Um, so, anyway, I've got a list of films. One of them I can't talk about because I haven't finished watching it, which I was annoyed about. Um, been listening to a podcast that talks a lot about the Fast and the, Fast and the Furious movies. Um, and another film that's on the list of stuff that I've rewatched this week. So, um, I bought Fast 9. Uh, to prepare myself to get ready, to get ready for Fast Ten, because I've not seen Fast Nine yet. Um, I don't think these are the natural names, because Fast Ten is not Fast Ten, is it? It's Fast X, and Fast Nine is actually Fast and the Furious Nine. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, when it came to watch, you know, when it got to let's sit down and watch Fast Nine. Me and Leanne started to piece together what had happened up to this point. There was realisation that we maybe didn't remember them too well. So, I was like, well, I was going to watch 8 anyway. Because I don't really remember the ins and outs. Um, And then we started piecing it back and she was like, I don't think I've seen 7. Like, that's not true, we watched them together. Alright, I don't think I remember 7. So there was a point where I put seven in the player. She was like, no. You know, you get that little bit of like clips from the movie at the start of the disc type thing. She's like, no, I remember this one. I was like, right, so we're going to eight then. So we watched Fast Eight. Fast and the Furious Eight, whatever. Um, do you know something? Watching that film again, I think I've only seen it once before. Twice, maybe. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I there's some part of me that finds that hard to say. Um, because there's a part of me that's like, you do know you're not supposed to like these films, yeah. And there's a part of me that's like, I don't think it works like that. I think somewhere along the line, somebody said it's okay to like these films. And the whole world breathed a collective sigh of relief. And 
then it was okay to like them and watch them and they make a lot of money i know that much they cost a lot of money as well um so we watched eight watched it over uh, a few days i think it was which was fine have seen it before kind of know what's going on kind of know the story but all that um it was at a time that Dwayne Johnson was still associating with the with the, uh, the Fast franchise <coughs> before breaking off and going and doing, you know, a side project with Hobbs and Shaw. Um, Fast Eight, I enjoyed that. Um, it had a good bad guy. I like a good bad guy. Um. So how's that? So now we're ready. We're ready for the slide to Fast X. Fast 9. Here we go. Popped Fast 9 on. Now, there's this kind of... Not a rule as such, but there's a thing in our house at the moment. Leanne can't do a full movie. It's it's like it's that simple. She can't, she can't stay awake. She can't manage. She can't do whatever. So... I was like, well, I'll just do what we did with eight. We'll just split it into chunks. Um, as it was, we managed to do uh, an hour and a half of a two and a half hour film in one go. That was that. Now, something that was raised in the in a podcast I was listening to, the podcast that loves the Fast and the Furious movies, is <coughs> in Fast 9, one of the characters sold jobs is to highlight how they're indestructible. These characters are indestructible. And they defy the laws of physics. But then it becomes like a joke. Oh, no, no, it's not true. Whilst absolutely being true. Um, and then... Then they go into space. But before all of that, you've got a situation where... I think they've just gone with everything in this is ridiculous but if we've got a character that's highlighted how ridiculous everything is it makes it okay um, this uh, this podcast I'd listened to highlighted the fact that um, they relied a little too much on uh, on a magnet situation in this and they, they absolutely do one thing that was weirdly noticeable for me is I wasn't entirely sure whether they actually had a bad guy. Because they were doing like a, a, hey, this guy's the bad guy. And he's connected to the franchise. And he's the bad guy. And then so far through, they're like, actually, he's not the bad guy. But the other guy's the bad guy. But, you know, if if you believe that, then cool, let's carry on. Honestly, I think this has to have been the weakest bad guy combo. Um, so, what I will say is, breaking it into two chunks, watched an hour and a half and then an hour, was not actually the right way of doing it, because um, I had very little idea what was going on in the second half. 
Um, couldn't really remember the plot, couldn't really remember the story, couldn't really remember who was who and what was what in some degrees. And then it was like, oh, we've got this machine. And I'm sat like, what did the machine do? Leon's like, don't know. Uh-uh. But then they were putting all this emphasis on this machine and all the stuff around this machine and, and they needed all these like different aspects. Uh, did I mention they went into space? Um, and I think because of that, it all just lost steam for me. It all just lost, it just lost impact. It just, there was, there was nothing there for me. It wasn't very punchy. Um, there's this weird, there's a weird flashback scene. I'm not going to spoil it too too much, but there's a weird flashback scene where a character, there you go, no spoilers, sees aspects of their life that they would have absolutely no knowledge of. So how exactly did they have the flashback? It was very strange, real strange, really strange. Um... So, yeah, I will say that the second, the back half, back third, whatever you want to call it, um, yeah, I, part of me feels like I need to go back and watch it again in one go and try and see if it flows better as, as a one, one watch through. Part of me fears that that's not the case, and part of me fears that they've basically just gone, ah, fuck it, and just just gone crazy with it all um still interested to see what they do with fast 10 though fast x sorry um the next two films are rewatchers very quickly go through them um a rewatched extraction uh, extraction being the netflix um chris helmsworth movie um I always I always talk about the fact that the Netflix movies, like actual Netflix movies, ninety percent of them are garbage. Um, coming back to uh, to Dwayne Johnson on this one, uh, things like Red Notice, um, The Old Guard. <sighs> I think there was another one. Oh, Six Underground. Fucking armor. Um, those films were terrible. Two fantastic films, two fantastic Netflix films were uh, the uh, Polar, which was great, and Extraction. Uh, not going to go into it too much. I think I did quite a <coughs> quite an extensive rundown last time I watched it, um, but haven't haven't rewatched it because I had this this weird fear that it wasn't going to be as good as I remember it being. So, put it on, watched it, and was not disappointed. That film is fantastic. As far as balls-to-the-wall action movies are concerned, you will struggle to find one better than that. That film is great. Um, I will say this, having seen the trailer for the for the next one, um, 
I'd completely forgotten one tiny detail of the end of the first one. Uh, which kind of made watching the trailer for the second one a little bit easier to stomach. Um, that film is great. If you haven't seen it and you have access to Netflix, I heartily recommend giving it a whirl. The action is good. Um, and the the story and the stuff like that is, is, is you know, on point. There is one thing watching the second time there was one thing that i was like i don't know if i buy that this time round um which is a thing to do with 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 the main character and a bad guy um but yes phenomenal film um i may have mentioned that i listened to a podcast that loves the fast franchise um they seem to love anything that vin diesel does and got talking about a Vin Diesel movie that I not only have seen, but I own for my sins, I guess. Um, the film is Bloodshot. I reviewed it a while back. I listened to a podcast that talked at length about how uh, Bloodshot is a great movie. And I said, What? I feel like I need to go back and watch it again. Why would you say it's great? It was terrible. So I was like, I listened to the the, the this podcast, these people talking about how uh, how it was a great movie. I'm like, is that another one? Did I not give that film enough of a chance? Is that what it was? Okay, I'll watch it again. As soon as I own it, it's a weird thing. I'm pretty sure I rented it. I rented it as a home premiere thing through Amazon. And I have a feeling that as kind of a compensation for having rented and watching and blah, 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 that they actually gave it to me to own. I seem to think that was the deal with it. Anyway. What I will say is, going back and watching it again, um, some of the aspects of it are worse. Uh, especially having listened to a podcast where they like tore it down to its minute details and built it back up to then ultimately say that it's a great film. Um it was a, it was a pro, it was a product of the pandemic and when i watched it and when i reviewed it i said that you could tell that it was a product of the pandemic purely because of how much was missing you know things that you would expect to see at certain points were just not there there's an entire like fight sequence i guess that's just done by surveillance cameras in thermal imaging. I.e., we didn't have the footage to do this. What I will say is this. On the plus side, um, you get to the back end. And something that I had actually forgotten about. It was there's, there's a big fight at the back end that's actually really good. Um, I don't know if watching it the first time I was just too busy hating on it to see that. Um, or when I reviewed it originally, whether I 
mention that. Um, I think a lot of the issue with it is that they've put in these characters that they want you to dislike. Oh, this, this guy's this guy's a bad guy. This guy's not a nice guy. This guy's an, an asshole, as he says himself. But then put you in a situation where you you it's almost like you're supposed to care about characters you don't like. She's never really going to wash. It's it's weird. It's like, hey, this guy's been awful all the way through the film. He's just been a terrible person. Um, And I'm not 100% sure the guy that cast to do it was a great actor either. Um, But now he's he's in a fight. So that's good, isn't it? It's like, no, I hope he dies. Um, The back end of it is good. There are good bits in it. The special effects and stuff in certain places are very good. But... Oh man, it's it's a bit of a slog that one. Um, so some computer game stuff. Uh, I might gloss over one of the games because I'm looking at how long I've been talking. Uh, let's talk about the Division Two. Warlords of New York DLC. One of those things is I finished it. And the other is that to finish it, they did a thing which, quite frankly, should be illegal to do in the computer game world. Um, so you have to you have to go after like four lieutenant bad guys to take down the head honcho bad guy. I went after four lieutenant bad guys and I took them down, people. I took them down. I was like, right, let's 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 take on this big boss. Let's take on the big bad guy. And they said, uh, it's, uh, it's capped at level forty. Uh, you're not a level forty, so you can't do this mission. And I said, why don't you go and fuck yourself? Uh, I was level thirty-seven at this point in time and had almost nothing to do in the game. Honestly. Putting a level cap on the on the last boss, utter bullshit. Because what that means is we want you to get X number of hours out of this and we're forcing you to play the other stuff we put in it. I understand it from one side. I don't understand it from the side of I just wanted to get it finished. It's been a little while since I've played The Division 2. And although I very much enjoyed it the first time I played it, and I very much enjoyed it the second time, I had had a break and was very much done with it as a game for for the time being. Um, Anyway, I managed to fight my way through and get to level 40 and go and take down the big boss. And then it does this thing, and I don't know, not, not being the smartest of human beings... Um, what I will say is this I don't understand end games you play the game you level up you get to the top level you kill the the last boss and then it goes oh now you've unlocked this and it's a completely different way of playing the game and, and you don't collect 
XP like this anymore. You collect it like this, and you've got to use like this item to do this thing. And it just goes on and on and on. And it puts you on level one when you were previously level 40, but it's a different level one, and, and you, you get points differently, and you've got to jump through a multitude of other different hoops. Make sure you play the game daily. And I go, yeah, we're done here. It's the number one way to turn me off from playing a game. Um, I have played Breakpoint, but like I said, I think I'll skip over that an hour and seven minutes. Um, and talk about a new game. I know what you're thinking. Hang on a minute. Those other two games you just mentioned are, you know, ancient in some respects. What do you mean, new game? Well, it's a very long story. But ultimately, the end of that story is I got a new game in the form of Jedi Survivor. Jedi Survivor is the sequel to uh, my 2019 game of the year. Jedi Fallen Order, I think. Was that was that it? Fallen Order? Maybe. Who knows? I thoroughly enjoyed Jedi Fallen Order. It was, it was a blast. Uh, Jedi Survivor has had very good reviews. Nine out of ten is the is the is the real core review area. So we embark on a nine out of ten game, expecting big things. Um. Up till last night, I will say this because the issue I've got here is the game was a gift. <coughs> and I'm, I'm not wanting to be the person that looks a gift horse in the mouth. Very long-winded story. There is much more to it than this. But this is the short version. Up until last night, I hated this game with so much passion... It was consuming me and turning me to the dark side. See what I did there? Um, they have taken everything good from the first one and taken it out. Do you like lightsabers? Uh, do you like fighting with lightsabers? Yeah? Well, tough, because that's gone. Do you like meeting new and interesting enemies? At various intervals throughout the game. Yeah? Tough. That's gone as well. Were you a big fan of the platforming from the first one that was subtly done and not super annoying? Good, because that's all you're going to be doing in this game. This game is 85% platforming. And not just platforming, the kind of platforming that makes you want to tear your own face off. The kind of platforming that you've jumped on eight different surfaces, but for some reason, even though you pressed the button, you didn't quite jump when you were supposed to. Fell off, and you have to do the whole fucking thing again. It's... Literally, all that the, all this game says to me is... Holy shit! We released a game, and it was it was it went gang, but it was one of the most successful games of its time. We sold a bajillion copies. We made a shit ton of money. Unfortunately, we released it under a massive 
games company and that games company wants to capitalize on this and get another one out as soon as possible and as we know from from previous experience with games getting it out as soon as possible is the worst thing you can do for a game i believe this game was delayed a couple of times which i imagine the game makers uh, had to fight tooth and nail for but ultimately what you've got is a hey you've got a grapple in this game cool a grapple's fun yeah you can only use it in very very few places you've got to be in a certain place to use it i.e we just didn't have the time to make it more usable oh uh, okay cool um the fact that in the first one You'd go through entire areas, and you'd get to the end of that section, and you'd do something, and it's like, oh, you've unlocked a shortcut. If you come back here in the future, you just go through this door, or climb this rope, or do a thing, and you can skip that entire area, and it, it builds on the area as a whole, and it makes it more like you want to go back and play certain bits again, and go and try and explore, and find things, and do things, and, and all of that. This one, you unlock a shortcut every few seconds, every couple of minutes. Frequently would be the word. The reason being is because every now and then you come through sections which you hate with every fibre of your being and you never want to have to do it again. So they give you a shortcut so you don't have to. What does that say about the game you've made? If the objective is to get to a point where you don't have to do it again because it's so bad. Now, admittedly, Jedi Survivor has had a lot of complaints about the way it runs, about the way it looks, about the way it plays, because of the way it looks and runs. I don't particularly care about that sort of stuff. I just want a game I can play. <coughs> If it looks bad, it looks bad. If it plays, you know, if it's a bit whatever. I just want a game I can play. And I haven't been delivered that. Until last night. I was playing it last night. I unlocked a thing. Now I will say this. You get um, something they've taken from an earlier game. An earlier Star Wars game. Like Jedi Academy is uh, stances. So you can um, use different lightsaber stances. Uh, you can only have two at once, because that's not annoying at all. Uh, and there's absolutely no rhyme or reason for it. You can only have two at once, even though you've got five at this point of the game. The one that you want that's the coolest, well, it's the coolest, so we've got to make it the worst. Obviously. You know, stuff like that. Annoying, stupid game stuff that doesn't make any sense. <coughs> I'm playing last night, hating every minute of it. And then I unlocked a thing for the robot. And it was like, oh, it's this thing, and you can connect things together, and it makes stuff fun. And I was like, oh, I'm sure it does. And all of a sudden, the game stopped sucking balls. And I did a whole section last night where I played it, and I actually, for one moment, was enjoying it as a game. 
Now, games go through development cycles, and games go through, you know, you make a game, it's not, it's not going to look like what it does at the start, at the end. And there's a variety of different reasons there, and there's a variety of different things. What I wonder is whether the start of the game was done in one development cycle, and the bit I've got to now is done in another development cycle, and the second one is a, a good one. I don't know. Um, it's the kind of game that makes me hate life. It's that so far. I'm just hoping it improves. Because um, <coughs> 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 honestly, on Saturday night, I was considering trading it and getting Resident Evil 4. So that's where we were at that point in time. As with all of this sort of stuff, I'll keep you updated. Let me know what you think about the movie idea. Should I just just talk about new movies? Hey, it might force me to watch more new things. Let me know. Sorry if I offended anybody, especially any... Uh, wait, no, I don't care if I offended any Audi drivers because you're the worst. Uh, anyway, that's it for this one. Catch you later. So there you go. What do you think to that? Did you like the swearing? Did you like me telling certain vehicle drivers to uh, do one? Still stand by it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, before you go, if you're not too offended, like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave us a review. Jump over to the website, cookiecast.com. There are the social media links and an email button, and that way you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this awesome cookie cast.